All right, here we go with the news for April 2nd, 2020. Of course, it's going to be mostly about the COVID virus. I had to start this late in the day, so I got to rush through it. I had to do taxes today, and I had, oh, so many problems with the TurboTax. First, I couldn't get it to install. Then I couldn't get it to work. Then I got the federal done. Then I couldn't get the state to start. Then I couldn't get it to e-file. It was like one obstacle after another. It was so painful. Anyway, that's all. Just more drama, drama, drama. So let's see what we got. All right, let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind. On the open road with Kingfish. All right, here we go. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the leading uh, infectious disease expert for the United States, is getting death threats. You know, this is the most experienced human being we have on this thing, and this guy's getting death threats. And, you know, I appreciate how, how he responds in these things. He's like, Look, I can't give you a timeline. He says, you, you can't make the timeline. The virus makes the timeline. I think that uh, that's pretty, you know, this guy's, he's up front, he's honest. And uh, I don't think we could ask for any, anybody better to do this job. So, I don't know. Dr. Anthony Fauci, hey, I think he's a hero. He's the guy we need right now. And I hope he knows as much as, well, I hope he knows more than... I hope he knows a lot, because I'd like to get this virus over with so we can get back to normal. All right, let's get on with the show. Well, here's a twist. Yeah, definitely a twist. All right, over in Florida, they've opened the scales, but not for the trucks. They've opened it up for the cars. All right, on the 28th of March, Florida Governor Ron DeSantos issued an executive order to try to contain the spread of coronavirus, in part by requiring a motor straining the state to enter the way stations on I-10 and I-95 for health screenings. Wow, I'm looking at the... Wow, that's pretty amazing. All right, to assist with the implementation... Implementation? I'm going to leave that in there. It's so bad. An enforcement of the executive order, Highway Florida Florida Highway Patrol will staff the checkpoint I-10 and the Alabama-Florida line 24 hours a day with approximately 16 troopers and 12-hour shifts. All right, their top priority, safety. Of course it is. You know, we got to keep us safe, keep that stuff down. Mo- motors who have been in areas with substantial outbreaks of coronavirus, including Louisiana, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, will require to quarantine for 14 days before they are allowed into Florida. Those who violate the quarantine order could face up to 60 days in jail. The, well, that's a quarantine, again, huh? The order doesn't apply to those working in, in military, emergency health, or infrastructure capacity or persons involved in a commercial activity. So basically what it comes down to, you know, if you're in a semi-truck, you're not going to get stopped. You just fly right by. But the cars are getting checked out. Good for you, Florida. It's about time. All right, let's get moving on. And, of course, 
everything's about the virus today. Well, at a time when most people in the nation are thankful that the drivers are hauling tail and getting the freight delivered, someone in New Jersey, of course it had to be New Jersey, is throwing cinder blocks off the overpass and hitting trucks with a windshield. Apparently, this incident occurred at 10.30 p.m. on Thursday, March 26th, near mile marker 5 on the New Jersey Turnpike. Uh, driver was going 70 miles an hour, and somebody threw a cinder block off the side of the, tr- off the, over- you know, the overpass. Uh, the guy saw two men in a pickup truck. Just you know, This is adults, two men in a pickup truck, you know, standing up there when they threw it off. And it's been reported four or five other people have said that they had the same experience in the same overpass. So, you know, I don't understand why they would want to do that. Why would you want to do that? That makes no sense. So, I don't know. Watch out for people throwing shit off the overpass at the mall marker five in New Jersey Turnpike. Ugh. Just, you know, I want to get off the coronavirus stuff, but it's that's not good either. So, all right, let's get moving on. All right, let's get here. We go back. Here we go. It's like the coronavirus; it just won't go away. More ways than one. So anyway, on March 28th, the CDC issued a domestic travel advisory for New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. The advisory directs residents of those three states to avoid any non-essential travel for a 14-day period. The CDC pointed out the travel advisory does not apply to truck drivers. The domestic travel advisory does not apply to employees of critical infrastructure industries, including but not limited to trucking, public health professionals, financial services, and food supply. These Employees of critical infrastructure are defined by the Department of Homeland Security. Basically, what it is is, you know, they need to stop the spread of this thing, but they still need stuff brought in for the people. Um, You know, just, you know, just do the right thing. You know, don't travel if you don't have to. Now's not the time to do it. It is definitely not the time to do it. Now is the time to stay home and figure out, I don't know what it is you got to figure out, but figure out something. Unless you want to start driving a truck, then you can travel across the country. You're more than welcome to come do it. There's plenty of places hiring. Uh, just look in a phone book. Go online. Just on, on trucking jobs. Somebody will figure out how to put you in a truck. All right, let's get moving. All right. Here we go back to CDC. All right, CDC issues guidance for truckers who don't want to go to New York City due to coronavirus. Apparently, drivers were afraid of uh, getting shut down for two weeks if they went there and made a delivery. Whether or not they're exempt from the 14-day self-quarantine, just the CDC asked that people uh, in the transportation industry, you know, make sure you practice your social distancing, stay away from people, you know, do the right thing. You know, don't go hug your kids or your grandparents when you get home. Uh, you know, truck drivers and other people driving in the city to deliver needed supplies should stay in their vehicles as much as possible. As supplies are loaded and unloaded, avoid being within six feet of others as much as possible when they exit their vehicles and move to electronic receipts if possible. If these drivers need to spend the night in the greater New York City area, they should stay in their, in their hotel rooms or sleeper cab when available to the extent of possible and continue to practice social distancing. Drivers who take these precautions should not need to self-quarantine when they leave the greater New York area. Unless self-quarantine is recommended by the state or local officials for all residents in the area where they live. Truck drivers and other workers who obtain or deliver needed supplies who live in the New York City area may continue to work both within and outside of the greater New York area, but should stay at home and practice social distancing. According, Basically, here's what it comes down to. Stay away six people, at least six feet uh, away from people. Try to sleep in your tractor if you can. Uh, you know, Limit your exposure and deliver the freight. People need you. All right? People need you. That's really what it comes down to. And, 
This month they love us. Next month, well, they'll probably be flipping us off, but you know how that goes. All right, let's see what we got next. All right, Road Lion. Road, Road Lion. Let's try that again. Road Island. Troopers will stop cars when New York plates, but not trucks. All right, so if you're in a car and you're trying to get up to, to Rhode Island from New York, you're going to get stopped. All right, but if you're in a truck, you're going to be okay, at least for now. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? Uh, let's stick together. Let's deliver the freight. All right, let's move. All right, you don't think the cops appreciate you? You better believe they do. The Kentucky State Patrol is doing their part to support truckers at the front lines of the fight against the coronavirus by handing out free lunches. On March 26th, the Kentucky State Patrol shared an uplifting Facebook post detailing their effort to help the truckers who are keeping the supply chain moving, keeping America fed, and keeping the country up and running during this devastating times. Good for, you know, the Kentucky State Patrol, man. I mean, that is just... That is good to hear. People are really stepping up to the plate to make things happen. You know, it's just a... I don't know. All right. Truckers... Uh, here we go. High school converts to a rest area to support truckers during COVID-19. A high school in Washington State has been converted into a temporary truck stop to support drivers who are hauling supplies during a COVID-19 emergency. Woodland High School, located off I-5 in Woodland, Washington, has been turned into a makeshift rest area for long-haul drivers as of March 24, 2020. According to a news release from the Woodland Public Schools, Woodland High School's unique location right off I-5, 6-22, and facilities makes it a suitable rest area for truckers for I-5. The country's only interstate highway connecting these three counties, Mexico, Canada, United States, Woodland Public Schools said. State officials say they decided to offer the other high school facilities over truckers after hearing the truck stops and rest area closed and other areas of closed. Rest, let me try that again. The truck stops and rest area locations in other states had closed. All right. What a, you know, what is the school district just, just really, you know, kicking it up a notch, you know, probably using the high school field or something. Uh, I don't know. Just really love it. Just really love to hear this stuff. It's always got to be one, right? Always got to be one. Anyway, a Wyoming, a Wyoming sheriff burned some rubber as he attempts to rescue a semi-truck on Teton Pass. All right, there's a video going around, just like a uh, Wyoming sheriff hall, you know, pulling a uh, truck up Teton. Okay, um, <laughs> you're not going to believe this. Of course, it's a scare caught the video. Uh, Teton Pass is closed from November 15th, April 1st, and uh, to big trucks. And violators are subject to fines of $430. And it's rightfully closed for a good reason. And driver, you should not have been up there, and you are going to pay $435, which in hindsight is probably not that much compared to having to what the tires are going to cost that cop. So the way he burned them up. So trying to get you rolling again. But I'll tell you what, he worked it. And that truck, that cop was, was sliding back and forth. But that's the way it goes sometimes. All right, let's get moving on. All right, that's all we got today. Not too much news. Uh, mostly, you know, there was a lot of news articles, but it mostly was about, uh, you know, the truckers, you know, driving freight, delivering freight, and a virus, and all that good stuff. They basically just said the same things over and over again. So there's what it is. We will get your freight there on time. You got to relax. You got to stop buying everything on the shelves. All right. Give us a chance to get this stuff there. We will get it there. We are driving. Uh, drivers are pretty safe for the most part. We're isolated. We're in our trucks all day long, all night long. So we don't interact with the community a lot. So we're safe in that way. Does it mean that some of us are going to get sick? Absolutely. Some of us are going to get sick. There's no way around that. 
you know, it's going to happen. But as we do, we'll just quarantine ourselves and go on. Who has it the hardest? The lane haul drivers probably have it the easiest because they're the guys across the country and really don't interact with a lot of people. That's what I do. I go across country, don't interact with a lot of people. People, drivers are going to have it the hardest. They're going to be the city guys, you know, the ones who do the local pickup and deliveries. They interact with a lot more people. And also there you know, has been reports of, you know, hey, you can't use my restroom because, you know, we've implemented new procedures. And some of the guys are taking that personal, and I don't blame them. You know, if you don't want your stuff, that's fine. I'll put it back on the truck and send it back where I came from. You know, driver got to use the restroom once in a while. That's all right. We're still human. Even though we're mighty men, we are still human. And we travel across this country. We will deliver your freight, but you got to help us out. You know, you got to get out of our way. Now, traffic, traffic's been really light going up between like Vegas and Los Angeles. Almost nothing, non existent. Driving to Chicago last week, almost non existent. I drove, I just set the cruise control to 60 and just drove all the way from Milwaukee to Chicago in a car, didn't have any problems. Well, I take that back. I got in a four lane stretch and one guy decided to get on my tail end. You know, tailgate me. I'm thinking, there's four lanes of traffic here. There's nobody but me and you, and you need to be two feet off my rear bumper. Whatever. I made him, I slowed down, made him go around me. I guess he thought I was supposed to move or something. I don't know what the deal was. Uh, speed limit was 55. I was doing 60. I'm trying to get good fuel mileage. Uh, last week, on the way to work, fuel mileage, 34 miles a gallon. A uh, week before, 30, 29.7 or something like that. So my fuels uh, mileage has gone up quite a bit because there's no traffic. Uh, it's a straight shot to work, so there's not a lot of braking, so it's in a Ford Escape. We have a bunch of junk in there from our road to road travels. So that's all I got. Next week I'm going to try to do. I'm going to start doing some more interviews. I got some guys set up. I got a Canadian guy, Blaine. He's going to start doing our Canadian news. I don't know anything about Canada. Um, Blaine's going to be able to keep it in perspective. And once this thing starts blowing over. Maybe we'll get him to go to the truck stop, start doing some interviews, talk to the drivers. For Canada, you know, we got Blaine. He's going to cover his area around Calgary. So if anybody's in Calgary, give me a heads up. And, you know, uh, maybe Blaine could be your, you know, you could be Blaine's first interview. Uh, he's not a driver, but he's a good guy. And he's pure Canadian. He's getting his way, and he will knock the hell out of you with a hockey puck. Or with a hockey stick, I should say. Yeah, nice, Nicest guy in the world, though. Just don't mess with his Tim Hortons coffee. <laughs> that being said, we got uh, two people in Australia we're looking at. We're going to be adding them to the crew. We just haven't had time to, to work things out yet. Uh, from Melbourne. Oh, my God, Melbourne. I can't say enough about that place. I wonder why anybody even lives there. Uh, from Melbourne, we got Marco. And uh, from uh, and, and don't let any of your girls listen to this guy talk. His, his accent's just too clean. It's annoying. Uh, it sounds too good. And then uh, over in uh, Brisbane, we got uh, uh, Lulu, who you guys heard last week. So they're going to cover two sides of the country. And the reason why I do that is because, quite honestly, I can tell you what a news story says about over there, but I don't. it doesn't mean anything to me. Locations and things like that, and they're going to have a better insight. I just really won't have it. Here in the States, i got it covered. I've been almost everywhere. I can I have some insight into what's going on. But over there in you know, Australia... Canada, we I absolutely have no insight. So they'll be on once in a while here and there. And, of course, I'm going to start bringing uh, Sal Paul on. And uh, you know, we just released a YouTube video. Look for him. Uh, go to uh, uh, Big Trucks and Hot Broads 
Big Trucks and Hot Rods on Facebook, and you'll see a video he just did, and it'll take you a link to his YouTube page. Uh, just a, a great video about him driving over Loveland Pass, and it's all snow-packed. It's a little long, but it's a, you can't fly over that thing. It's a great video if you want to see what it's like to drive in a winter in hazardous locations. It's a great one. And then, of course, we're going to bring Copy Man back on. Copy Man is uh, starting a new job, so he's still in his 30 days probation. So we're going to wait until his 30 days is up, and then we'll probably have him on. We're really excited about it. You know, he's got a new job, making a little more money, just got married. Uh, he's a good guy. We wish him the best. So, in fact, I'll be calling him on my way to work. So, you know, catching up on him, see how he's doing, because I haven't seen him for a little while. Other than that, there's really not much going on in the trucking industry. Remember, right now, you are the kings of the road. You are the only ones out here for the most part. Still a lot of people traveling for whatever reason. But from a lot of traffic has died off, you are the kings of the highway drivers. You are the ones who are delivering the freight, no matter what country you are in. Without you, the country does shut down. All the countries shut down. So you are desperately needed, and it is a hardship in some ways. In some ways, it's pretty much the same. You know, our job's always this way, hardship. So we just keep on doing what we do, which is driving, and it is what it is. But that being said, you know, just do what you got to do. And this month, they'll be thanking you and telling you how wonderful you are. But don't worry, next month, they'll be flipping you off and cursing at you once again. So once this is settled, we'll go back to the way it was, but... Well, you know, don't think too much about it. So anyway, that's all I got. I've been kind of rambling here on the end. It was a short cast, mostly about the virus. And like I said, most of the news reports are just, you know, places are bringing more food and things like that. But, you know, you'll hear more of that kind of stuff in the you know, local area than you will hear. Because by the time I report it and you listen to it, it'll all be outdated anyway. So anyway, that's all I got. I'll talk to you later and drive safe and get that freight there on time. Because you, whether you got medical supplies or food, Whatever it is, people need what you got. Let's get it there. And once again, people, if you need this stuff, take what you need. Don't don't take more than what you need because we will get the freight time time. We will deliver it. We will stock the shelves. You just gotta trust us. And you gotta you gotta relax. We'll make sure you get what you need. That being said, make sure you order your prescription drugs, make sure you got your cat food, you know, order those things that you need for like a month or so. Because this might go on for a while. But, you know, the world is looking at all of us and seeing how we're handling this. And that's all the countries. I'm not just talking the U.S., you know, that's where I'm from, obviously. That's what I'm talking about. But, you know, the whole world is, is, you know, other countries are pulling together. We can do it, too. We always lead the nation and the world in a lot of things. You know, let's, let's show them we can do this right. Because we can't. Because we know we can. Because we've done it right before. We just got to remember who we are. All right? So, that being said, we're down. Fish out.